0: Is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them Cowboys! This This is is Mick Schatz, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and
1: the official Dallas Cowboys app.
0: Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola.
1: And it is a fabulous football Friday of mixed shots inside the SWBC mortgage studio here at Ford center at the star in Frisco, bill Jones, Everson walls in studio in studio and Mickey Spagnola. As we set the stage for the news of the day, which will break after we sign off the air at two 15, which happens every day. Can, can we, can we just stop that
2: trend? Uh, can we just not do the show? I, I, I just think her. you jinxed it yesterday when you, said that Uh. well
1: let's review let's go back to last friday okay what happened after we signed off last friday we got the news on uh well the official news on michael gallup we already Uh. knew he was hurt in the game the the night before but lyle collins and on monday we hit the randy gregory news then after the show tuesday or wednesday it was demarcus lawrence so then yesterday we um, get some more news we find out that
3: uh, Ty and Seki had uh, some sort of uh, heat exhaustion uh, in the training room. Uh, they were given out IVs. It, it was hot yesterday, Guess but I it think was. it was very humid, too. Yeah, that's the problem. And it was a padded practice and I evidently got dehydrated. And so when we finished here yesterday... Uh, I walked outside because they were supposed to do player interviews, and I saw, oh, Dak's still going. So mm-hmm. we're sitting there talking with Dak, and as we're talking to him, the length of the building, the far north, or west, I guess it is, uh, all of a sudden, one of the emergency uh, units comes rolling in. I don't know if you saw it before you left. Uh, and it's like, and then it turned the corner at the end of the building, turned left, and you could see Dak's eyes kind of lighting. I mean, they were getting wide, like, and he was losing concentration Mm-mm. on his uh, on his answer. And then it stopped right in front of the entrance to where the locker room is. And it's like, oh no! And you know, and in, in lieu of what happened last year mm-hmm. with Marcus Paul, it was like, are you kidding me? And and, and so uh, they kind of abruptly ended Dak's. Press conference or his his interview
1: cleared and, the media out and
3: everybody left and mm. but we could see the thing was still sitting there and um, and then the stretcher went in and it, and then it came out it was Ty Naseki. they were taken to the hospital and um, uh, as Mike McCarthy explained uh, you know he he was having heat problems um, probably you know dehydrated. And uh, ended up spending the night in the hospital, I and mean, was released this morning. And uh, as Mike said, he would not be available
2: uh, to go to LA this weekend. So that's got to be pretty serious. I mean, usually you have a little dehydration, and right, you're I mean, okay. I'll cause be because okay the they got an IV room right, in there, right? right?
3: And they just put guys in IV rooms, and and Mike really, he said, you know, he didn't know much about it until you know somebody told him. So yeah. Uh, it was scary there for a while, and uh, so. But that's what happened after we signed off, once again.
1: But uh, hopefully everything's okay uh, with Ty Nasecki, and um, but again he has been ruled out for Sunday's game, and um, hopefully have a good weekend and be back at it next week.
3: Yeah, get, get, regain his strength or whatever, and you know that that you know that heat stuff's
2: scary. Um, but you would think that the, the worst would be over. I mean, we've had some horrible days right, in Dallas. Right, and, and even after they came back from training camp, and for him to go down now— well-
1: it's unusual. Well, when I looked at uh, the temperature when you called and told me what was going on, uh, and it was around 90 degrees, I mm-hmm. think, at that point, which is what – Average like, for per, Dallas, yeah. and, Texas. But, but like Mickey yeah. said, humidity, but I did – When working, walking to the parking lot, I was like, wow, it was hot out on that practice field today. It, it, it felt hot uh, yesterday. And so, um, you know, I don't know if they're um, – did they have anyone else who was complaining at all about the hit?
3: They had I mean, I, I think um someone said Zeke went in for an I V. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was several guys getting IVs yesterday. After and Jim, this is, after this is the Zeke
0: practice. after
2: wearing the, 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 yeah, right? <laughs> the sweatshirt, the hoodie, yeah. and all of that. Maybe he put on a look. T-shirt and shorts, you know, <laughs> so you don't sweat. I I don't mean, really we mean. had to do all of that stuff so we could make weight back in the day. You know, go spend the time jumping into the sauna, you know, the steam room and things of that nature. Guys going in there. I'd go in there just for, to socialize because that's where all the cool guys were, trying to lose weight how, how, and make how, weight. How
3: unhealthy you think this was? So when we were in college, uh, it was in the old gym, and they had an upstairs uh, wrestling room. And it was a three-walled little room, and the mat was there. And the wrestlers, to cut weight, to make sure they made weight, right, there there was a, it was padded, and at one point on the wall, the pad opened, and there was like a hole in there and that's where it was steam heat remember the old steam heat things that they banged when or whatever yeah, yeah. those guys would go in there with their sweats on in this little cubby hole to sweat yeah. to cut weight and i'm going now how healthy is that
2: hey, I was, but that was the way they did it listen, in wrestling right weight watchers did, I, i'm sure i've told the story weight watchers were paying the coaches When they had the the challenge of uh, the overweight coaches, uh, Shell, Parcells, Reed, uh, God, it was a few of them that that they said, okay, we're going to have a Weight Watchers challenge. And whoever loses the most weight, they get something. I don't know what it was, but these were all the NFL coaches. So the first game I played, regular season game, Philadelphia Eagles, uh, Sunday night, if I'm not mistaken, 1990, uh, Parcells had been coming into the steam room with us, with the players, as we're trying to make weight. He's trying to make weight for Weight Watchers so that he can win the contest. <laughs> so he's in there with us. And uh, when you go on a liquid diet, then there's a there could be a problem if you don't do it correctly. And he yeah, ended I found up that developing
1: in college. I was on a liquid diet <laughs> in
2: college. Yeah, but and, uh, you were getting carbs, right? <laughs> well, he ended up getting a, a, a stones really yes and he had to pass a stone before the game oh. he passed a stone before the Philadelphia game sunday night 1990 mm. so that's that's the i learned a lot about liquid diets at that time you know i didn't have i didn't need it but you mm. know big guys like that they needed and boy he paid for it we had the guy that was
3: the captain of the wrestling team when i was in college he, in my fr- freshman year he was on our floor and the night before weigh-ins, he'd, he'd be walking around spitting.
2: <laughs> I've seen that before. I've seen that before. Yeah. I don't even know if that makes a difference. I'm pretty sure that makes no difference at all, right? I mean, come on.
3: That's... I should have known that when I was – so <laughs> here's some more. You guys can laugh. When I was in junior high, they, we had a track team, and we had – they, they they divided us up to heavyweights and lightweights right to, by size so you had a chance to compete right so I was obviously a lightweight right so they they we we, we were at a meet we going
2: more extreme than lightweight there's another yeah feather let's go right. feather lightweight <laughs> we, uh, lightweight we got to a, we got to, a, we, got to a a a, we got to a meet
3: we got to a meet we got to a meet, and we had to do our height and weight, to, and, and there was a formula: your, t- your, you know, how tall you were and how much you weighed to get. So, for some reason, so, when they when they measured me, I was two inches taller. It's like what, what the hell? So you're were eleven. I didn't, I didn't grow. So there I there I was trying to, you know, make weight.
2: Yes. Make Why were weight. you on a liquid diet, Bill? Because uh, <laughs> he was having way too much fun in college.
1: In Oklahoma, they had 3 2 beer.
2: Oh, in, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. you could uh, drink yeah. more. <laughs> <That's> yeah. <right. laughs>
3: yeah. Yeah. That okay. was very disappointing. So, anyway, to, to not bring down the house, but, you know, mm. I, I remember that summer when the Cowboys were in Wichita Falls when Corey Stringer uh, had the. It, it, it was a hot heat stroke, right? Yeah. And he ended up and see passing, that you, passing away. Right. I mean, it's and this sad was training story. in Minnesota, yeah. right? And, yeah. and here we were in in Wichita Falls, where the afternoon practice, when they were practicing in pads Isn't twice a day, it's 115 degrees, and the humidity was high, and the wind was blowing. It was like you were in a
2: convection oven. I was working with Ducey at that time, doing some some. Uh, Training camp work, and I. Now, who's my, Deucey? Who's <laughs> <it>? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this guy we call him the Deuce. You know, you, he's a little local guy here. But uh, no, we were we were having fun with. It. I brought my ten speed. You know, and I was riding. Wichita this, Falls? In Wichita Falls. <laughs> and you and you were getting 100. ready for a Hotter Than Hell 100, It was right? a Hotter Than Hell, I don't know what they call it. <laughs> it was a Hotter day. Than Hell every day. Every yeah. day. Yeah, I mean, you could you could easily nap for three hours. That's why they, there was a— <laughs> That's not a nap. That's just going to sleep. There was an Air Force base there,
3: and, and they were training pilots. And one of the reasons they picked there is because Wichita Falls had the most sunshine days annually in the year. That's an it understatement. It was always clear. That's an understatement. Yeah, right. There Sunshine were no clouds. Days. There were no clouds. Right. And there
2: lie. were no trees. <laughs> and there was no relief.
1: But Everson and Wichita Falls, every year in August, they have the well, Hotter Hill 100. Yeah, of course so. they do. Yeah. All right. So, bring it back to yes. Cowboys mm. Chargers on uh, Sunday. Get out of junior high. You
2: know? <laughs> and...
1: Uh, All right, here's a question to pose. Of the players that the Cowboys will be missing, and do you have an update on anybody and anything new today? Uh, As much as I can give you, yes. So
3: um, Nasekis out. Mm -hmm. Um, Donovan Wilson has not practiced yet, sore groin. Uh, McCarthy said his availability depend on what he can do tomorrow because today is kind of their walkthrough. Tomorrow they have – a light practice. Uh, he does it a little different than the other teams. Usually the light practice is on Friday. Saturday's a walkthrough. Uh, if he doesn't do anything tomorrow, then he's he's not playing. Uh, same thing with uh, DeMonte KZ, the other starting safety. Uh, he, he's he got a bruised thigh, I believe it was. And uh, he was put on limited yesterday, so that's going to depend on what he does. Um Trying to think
1: um, whether well, and then the Gregory else. issue and then Gregory,
3: uh, as Jerry said when they asked him, does he have a chance to play? And he's got. And he. We're was back tr- to
1: the Zach Martin deal he, leading he was, up to Tampa, right? Right,
3: and Jerry put it this way because it's like slim and none. Yeah. So he goes, yeah, he's got about a a Gnat's ass
2: chance. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty small ass, right? Yeah, and so He's like like, like Mickey, Douglas, like that's Mickey, a mite and, ass. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, 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 not
3: that small. Because Douglas looked up what's 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 the dimension of a gnat's nat, ass, and it's one ten thousandth of an inch. That's the gnat.
2: That's the gnat. so the ass is like yeah, probably yeah, even smaller. That's crazy.
3: So it sounds like they're probably without Gregory. Uh, now the good news is it also sounded like. Um, Malik Hooker is ready to go. Um, He didn't say, yes, he's playing, but he said he's had a really good week of practice, had a good week last week. He was inactive. So if they've got a safety problem, I would imagine Hooker and... Uh, J. Ron Kirst are the starters back there. So physically, nothing's wrong with Hooker? Uh, No. He just needed to get in shape and get back into playing football after missing so much time with the ruptured Achilles. Mm -hmm. Uh, Brandon Knight looks like he will be the backup swing tackle uh, Mm -hmm. with Nseki out. And they really didn't have another choice. Uh, So... And I, I guess the other thing in an emergency, you know, Zach Martin could always move out there if you if you need be. Uh, but with Knight taking the place of Naseki, then they'll have their eight guys. Mm-hmm. You got to have eight offensive linemen to be able to qualify to bring two guys up off your practice squad on okay. game day.
1: So you would keep Farniak, who the backup yes, center. Yes,
3: and Farniak, backup that... center, uh, and you would have to keep. Yeah, obviously McGovern's your backup guard. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, um, I think that's and, and they put DeMarcus Lawrence on injured reserve, but they only with doing that, they only had 52 on the roster. Now they got 51, so they only have to have five guys inactive. Um, and it's hard to find five when you need everybody healthy, you know as many as you can to to put together the 46 game day
1: roster. So they still have uh, two spots. Yes. On the 53 available. With the Marcus going on. Right. See, the other part of that is um, we'll see what happens start of next week. But, you know, with all the COVID protocols and so forth to get – say there's a player who's a free agent right now that they want to bring in. They can get him into – Yes. To where he's passing the protocols to be ready to work whenever they go back on the field. They, right. And they basically they still have five days left for that because it's a Monday night game next week. So their exactly. practices for the Eagles really won't start until Thursday. If you Thursday. needed to fill somebody that's right.
3: not already on your practice squad. Right. So uh, I and would. So you see what
1: happens in the game on Sunday if there's anything else that happens, right. and then and you make your decisions what's the time frame on who you you're By the end,
3: I mean it depends on where they've been. Right. and if, if they've, they've been, been with vac- a team and if they've been vaccinated. Okay. Game. Uh, so, I would imagine one guy comes up off the practice squad again is Sprinkle, the tight end, so they have three of them. And then they probably would pick somebody, I would think, just for special teams purposes. And, you know, maybe it ends up being Ralston. Uh, or the the other guy that ha- would have a chance is Ian Bunt- Bunting? Yep.
1: Defensive tight end.
3: end? Defensive end. No, no, he's a tight end, right? Yep. Yeah, sorry. So maybe, I don't, they wouldn't bring both of them up, but one of them for sure, and then just kind of see for special teams. And that's why I mentioned Ralston. Uh, could He could help with my special Brown, team. Uh, is Noah Brown? Noah Brown's ready to go. He's on the roster, Excellent. yes. Mm-hmm. So they'll have their five receivers because uh, Fihoko would be the fifth. There you go. He's, he's in there as well. Right, and okay. Cedric Wilson would take the place of uh, of Gallup in of the course. starting lineup. Yeah. So, yeah, Uh a lot of roster shuffling, and, you know, this is life in the NFL.
2: i tell you what, the Cowboys, are, I think they're geared for it, especially on the offensive end. Of course, we got plenty of backup there. Cedric Wilson coming in. I don't feel any problems with him coming in. Big target. Yeah. Get down the field. Uh, knows how to catch and run. Feel good about him coming in. But defensively, man, that defensive line, with uh, D log on Dorrance is feeling good. Uh, or, he... Dorrance, he better be feeling good
3: because this is the big chance, <laughs> yeah. right? Because I would imagine, um, you know, at defensive end, the he'll first start, two guys he'll up start is for Lawrence Armstrong yep. and, and uh, Basham, mm-hmm. Terrell, Terrell Basham. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you got the pups after that. Bradley Anai, I, Azur Kamaram, and then Golston looks like he's ready to go. Although this was the way Mike put it, though, this was his first week of practice in pads. So, he knows Ever if since he's we ready drafted him,
2: I wanted to see
3: what he yeah. could do. Yeah. And so will he have a chance to play? This was the way Mike put it was this was his first practice in pads since Iowa. What? Think about it cuz he got hurt before. He got hurt doing the the uh, conditioning test. In, in training camp
1: so to answer your question no he's not playing
3: this week <laughs> so maybe not if he plays this week we got real <laughs> he, problems he might, and you know and Azure uh, Kamara could help him on special teams that's uh-huh. kind of what caught their eye and then you yeah got, he, he,
2: he's he's got a nose for special teams you got a eye yeah he's one of those guys that can
3: and play. then you got the linebackers and I would imagine, you know, Mike. Just- Do you want to get into them when we come yes, back here? Absolutely.
1: We'll come back and talk uh, linebacker snaps when we come back here on Mix Shots in just a moment.
0: Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch
1: party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yo Quiero, Yo quiero, guacamole. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the road.
3: Check out the new Miller Lighthouse located outside of AT&T Stadium, where Dallas Cowboys game day traditions are born. Enjoying yard games, Bill. What kind of yard games do you want? Uh, let's go. Let's play some cornhole. 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 Dallas Cowboy cheerleader performances, beer gardens, and more. For more information, visit attstadiumcom Lighthouse. Miller Lighthouse, your tailgate, just got jealous. You gotta hand me that stuff
1: next
2: time, Spags.
3: <laughs> I was trying to I was trying to get the ho- cornhole
1: in yeah, there when you I said that's not that part in the, the copy. It's not in the that copy. And so, he uh, he a yeah. That's right. All right, Adlib, the uh, injury report for the Los Angeles Chargers. Yes, the big one, Brian Bulaga, their starting
3: right tackle with a groin and back injury. Uh, Did not practice on Wednesday and Thursday, and looks like he's not practicing on Friday because they placed him on injured reserve, Mm -hmm. you said, you just saw. So they'll be playing a backup uh, right tackle, and they list the backup there as Storm
1: Norton. Do you remember him? I do not. From the Honeymooners?
0: (laughs) Hey Norton. <laughs> okay. And if it's not, and if it's not
2: him, behind Spags knows he, he knows who the hell you're talking about. He act like you not know behind the
3: behind the starting left tackle, their rookie Rashawn Slater is Trey Pickens the third. Hmm. So you either get a Pickens or a Norton. okay <laughs>
2: That's a good word. I like that. Okay, also. So it's Slim Pickens. Yes. (laughs) Very good. And I'm
3: sure the Chargers aren't laughing about this. No, by the they're way. not. They've uh, got a DB out as well, right? Uh, they've got two right now. Uh, Nasir Adderley, we talked Herb about Herb Adderley's Herbs, yeah. cousin. Cousin, nephew. Third, third her, cousin. Third her, cousin. That's right. Uh, groin, he hasn't practiced the last two days. And their Harris. starting cornerback, Chris Harris, Harris Jr., right. with a shoulder, has not practiced in the past two days. So we'll get their injury report. Uh, probably after we finish the show, because well, yeah. two hours, <laughs> I'm sure something's going right? to happen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so maybe some news will happen regarding them rather than us. And right?
3: uh, they had a couple other backups that uh, are DNP, would and their kicker Tristan Viscano mm-hmm. is limited with an illness. The Cowboys had him in here for he,
1: Tristan Viscaino?
3: He was with them. Uh, Great, for a workout or maybe in the last year in, in spring or something. I remember him coming through here anyway. So, yeah, they're not in
1: good shape either. Okay. All right, so of the players that the Cowboys will be missing on Sunday, which player will they miss the most?
3: I think they can compensate for Lale Collins now that Zach Martin's back. Because now you got Martin to help left and right. Okay, um, I think missing Lawrence mm-hmm. really hurts, and not just pass rush, but also his ability to play the run. He kind of plays the run violently. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you saw the fumble he created, uh, that Gregory Gregory recovered. But I think, yeah, I think I think him. I think, as Did you say, Everson said, about. I think Wilson can do a decent job at the other wide receiver spot. Um, but yeah, I, I worry about that. The way D Law
2: just manhandled that offensive tackle, shucked him out of the way. He didn't just shuck him, he just. Chunked him out and of the guy way. And that guy's supposed to be pretty good. Right? And he was pretty Worf, big. Worth, wasn't uh, he? First, have first round pick. Yeah. he Worf's. was pretty big too. Yeah. I mean, just the way he just threw him to the side, came in. He knew exactly what he was going to do. His, you know, he he saw that before it even happened. And so when you anticipate making plays like that, that's something that you just can't teach. Right. You know, I'm sure Randy Gregory might have the ability to do that because you know they're in that mode because they've done so many outside rushes. Ken Dorrance come in? And have that same type of mentality. Hopefully d Lock can get into his head. Because as he as he shucked him, he came in immediately with the fist and caused that fumble. And you talk about violence. He punched that thing out of there real hard. I don't even know what running back could have held on to that. Yeah. So Especially when you come, when from, you the come side like from the that, side like that, right?
3: Yeah. So you said uh, – so here's what's going to happen, I think. They're going to have to use more linebackers. Uh, Mike McCarthy – when he did his morning interview uh with the guys on the fan that comes on in case anybody wants to listen to it at 6:30 in the morning on Friday 6:30 yeah, am okay yeah. got I'll that be up. Yeah, uh he lawn. mentioned he <laughs> mentioned that you know every week you have to have a five man pressure so i think that's kind of alluding to blitzes uh, maybe how you line up
2: uh, and the hybrid personnel they right. talked about. And yesterday. so here
3: comes Jalen Smith and Leighton Van Der Esch, Micah Parsons. I told you guys the other day when they were doing position drills, he wasn't with the linebackers. He was with the defensive line. Uh, so you don't want, and I'm going to get into stopping the run at defensive end. But if you want a pass rusher on the outside, you can, you know, you can put him there.
2: Uh, to create some pressure. And the hybrid defense, it it causes confusion. Right. It's just hard to figure out as a quarterback who's going to be the D lineman, who's going to be the linebacker after the ball is snapped. And, and McCarthy always talks about unscouted
3: plays, like they're things that you don't know the other team's going to do because it's early in the season, and, and basically spoke about unscouted personnel, like how do you different use your personnel. So I think Dan Quinn just has to be very creative in this game uh, to create pressure, uh, because if they don't get pressure on Justin Herbert, they're
2: going to be in trouble. This guy is awfully good. We they talked about to him do yesterday. It. They tried to do it against Brady, but he was very good at protection and right. audibling the protection. I don't know how good Justin is, is at doing that. And he that.
3: might not his recognition m- might not be as great it as an experienced be. I'm pretty sure it
2: isn't. You know, Brady's probably
3: seen every blitz you right. can think of. Like, he did. Donovan Wilson, like Donovan Wilson coming and he hits Gronkowski. Don't
1: shortchange him. He did win the academic Heisman.
2: Yes, I Oregon. did
3: see that, the Campbell Trophy.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
3: And he stayed his extra year, too. There you go. He didn't leave early. He got him another year I've seen a lot of guys
2: from Yale, screw, screw crap up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. You can, you can take Think about your, your trophies and your academic awards all you want. When that big guy's coming at you, you're gonna be crapping on yourself. You think about
1: else. I'll also point out Drew Henson was a valedictorian in high school yeah. too. Mm-hmm. So okay. there you go. There you go. Never heard of them. So, Drew. <laughs>
3: them. so anyway, they've got a, they they ended up after week one, one of only two teams that didn't register a sack. That can't happen again Sunday if they plan on winning.
2: Who was the other team?
3: I
1: believe it was Green Bay. Mm, how things fact. turn out for them in that game? Mm. Yeah, they didn't turn out so
2: well. And once again, guys. And Chandler we can Jones off- gets five. We can, we, can, we, can offset. we can offset so many things with turnovers. Right. We just have to make sure that whatever we fail at – that we succeed. Compensate. Yes, we succeed at another category, and those turnovers can really help. Kept us in the ball game in Tampa. Yes, it did. So, what do you
1: anticipate the snap counts going to be for the linebackers this week? Right, let's say, let's say the Chargers run seventy-five plays on offense. So, what's going to be the distribution? Well, will will
3: they go three wide all the time, like well, Tampa Bay did. That's what we got I don't know. They could. But that's have of the question. They they they've could. got tight ends that they certainly can use. You mm-hmm. know, Jared Cook. And then, the, who was the guy? I'm gonna Donald
2: Parham Jr. He's <laughs> six eight. Yep. I have to ask you, how does how is Cook ending up with so many different teams when he is extremely somebody talented? keeps signing him, right? I guess
3: he's going. He's falling up hill, I mean, I We can remember right? <laughs> the pass he caught. Was it the uh, 2014 Green Bay? Yeah, that, that was that was Dax rookie year. 2016. So that was back
2: yeah. and, 20, and Zach, 2016. Dak and Zeke's rookie year. Okay. Yep. Yep.
3: Yeah. When yep. he caught it sliding out of bounds yeah. to set yeah. up the winning
2: field goal after.
1: He was just Dak with the Packers for back. one year, and then 2016, just enough to
2: make that catch. Yeah. Then he goes to the Raiders. No, Saints. He was Raiders then Saints or Saints then Raiders. Saints then Raiders. Saints have, yeah. I mean, he just he just keeps falling uphill. But mm-hmm. he's there, and
3: then so their other tight end. They go two tight ends. Those are pretty two big guys and
2: talented guys. Well, One of
1: them is talented. Jared Cook. Okay, what do you think he runs when, when he came out of college at South Carolina? What do you think he ran?
2: I'm, I, I I saw him play. He looks a sneaky four seven,
1: four five. He ran a four five at the combine. So that's why he's so effective. Uh, exactly, and and you wouldn't you wouldn't think that when he was okay. He was. Coming out of college, 6'5", 254 pounds, ran a 4'5 flat at the Combine with a 41 vertical. And he has look, looks, like, and now, looks like
2: no body fat.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and so you wonder how a guy like that uh, six or Let's see. he was third-round pick in 2009 at a Tennessee, or, or by Tennessee, mm-hmm. with the Titans. 2009. 2009. So they also so – the, wow. Go Remember ahead. how bad the Cowboys draft was in 2009? <laughs> Could have gotten Jared Cook, the team with Jason Witten, back then. And he's then. still
3: playing his butt off. Uh huh. So they also, at wide receiver, Mike
2: Williams, 6'4". He's um, the one that said he really enjoyed watching the game. So the Cow- He said it looked like Tampa Bay's wide receivers were having a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, that's what he said. Oh, okay. Kind of yeah. like
1: Terrell Basham, what he said about <laughs> Brian Bulaga. Of course, it that. does no good now because Bulaga
3: just went on IR. <laughs> And then their other uh, starting wide receiver, uh, Allen, Keenan, Keenan Allen. He's there, he's there, Marty Cooper. He's 6'2". So the point McCarthy was saying, with the height of their receiving core, it, it, 50-50 balls, th- even if you're covered, right, they're open yeah. because of how tall they are. So uh, so getting pressure on Herbert's going to be very, very and important. And at six. And
2: he's 6'6. Yeah, but Mm -hmm. he's 6', so coming up the middle won't mean Jack. Right? You gotta come from the outside. And you you better hit him hard, because he's 260, right?
1: He will uh, lock in on a receiver, which he did on his uh, interception that he threw last week against Washington. In fact, it was one of those tight ends, Steven Anderson, who was lined up more of like an H back or fullback in the backfield. It was a semi wheel route, uh, but actually it was a it was down and out. And and he, uh, the cornerback was in a zone and came off uh, and made the interception because he was. Had his eyes open. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. I was going to say that. Yesterday I was going to mention that. This is another game where the DBs have to have their eyes on the quarterback. Mm -hmm. I mean, you you just have to. You're going to have to anticipate what the plays are. I I remember what made us successful back in the 80s. We gave up some, some plays, of course. But we always knew what the bread and butter plays were for the other team. And that allowed me to play for that. So you know when they're going to run it. You know what what part of the field they're going to run it in. You know who they want to run it to. You know what the splits are going to be. So once you recognize that, I'm jumping something. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm looking for that. Once you show me that that's a confirmation, I'm going to go for that. And that gives offenses pause because if this is what I like to do and I'm going to continue with that, this guy just picked that off. You know, so it makes you think, we have to go do something else. And once you make them do something else, then you have the advantage as a defense.
3: I've got a list of things that he's accomplished as a rookie. And so far, maybe the most impressive, uh, he and Patrick Mahomes are the only players to ever total at least 4,500 yards passing in their first 16 starts. First 16 starts. And he's only, like, I think, like, 327 yards away from 5,000. Hmm. And he and Mahomes would be the only two quarterbacks to do that so early in their career.
1: Yeah, because he only had 15 starts last year. Right. And so he was at 4,300 yards uh, last year, and he passed for 300 and some odd. forty three thirty.
3: 330? 3,
1: no. He went 337 yeah. last week. So, which gets him up over 4,600. And he's
3: been very good on third down. That's the other thing.
2: And to Uh, me, that's the most dangerous down.
3: Third down passing touchdowns since 2020 in the league. He is tied with Tom Brady with 15 to lead. Um, And, and And his third down passing for first downs, he's got 85, and that is the most since the start of the 2020 season. So, this guy's really good. Gill was right when we talked about it yesterday. As
1: a rookie with 31 touchdown passes and only 10 interceptions. Mm-hmm. That's, yes. Yeah. That's
3: and, and that usually get, comes a little bit more evened out, right? With a you know rookie. how you beat people like this?
1: You better score. Yeah, yeah. I am
2: absolutely with you. Absolutely with
1: you. All right, so how do the Cowboys score against the Chargers, and what is our score on Sunday when we come back on
2: Mixed Shots?
1: If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero, guacamole.
0: The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where Turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Oh Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation.
3: Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with United Ag and Turf.
2: Shots. Ah, I like that. <laughs> Does your Cowboys fandom go beyond the game? The NFL Fan of the Year contest presented by Captain Morgan is back, and we're launching—I'm sorry, relaunching—the seas- the search for one mm. extraordinary mm. Cowboys fan who is a positive influence and inspires others through their love of the game. Nominate yourself or others for the chance to win a trip to Super Bowl 56 in Los Angeles where the Cowboys are going to be playing somebody. Nominate Dallas today. I'm sorry. Nominate today <laughs> at dallascowboys.com slash of the year and spittle goes with yeah. that read all the time. So there you go, man. <laughs> See, it ain't that easy. All, all right. right, you had mustard on that, man. That's what got me. Yeah, right. Know. All <laughs> right, big football weekend coming up.
1: Uh, who's Grambling Guy? Grambling? I don't know.
2: All right. Well, a week from tomorrow, they got Prairie View, right? Yes, they do. That's the one I'm with. I'm doing the press conference, by the way, on Monday before I come and see you guys. All right. For what? For the Grambling PV game. The State Fair, Texas. Texas. State Fair, Texas. Going to be at the Cotton Bowl. That's That's right. right.
1: The Cotton Bowl a week Mm -hmm. from Saturday. And Missouri's got... This week? Southeast Missouri State. Guaranteed win, right? It better be. (laughs)
0: Uh, by the way, uh, Grambling State has Houston tomorrow. Whoa, that's good. Houston, up yes. city. upset city. Let's go, baby. <laughs> Let's go,
2: Tigers. Grambling. I assume they're playing at Houston, or is- we always play yes, in the big. We always play in the big, the big stadiums. We never go for that. Uh, and in the big Stone.
3: 50-year <laughs> reunion game, That's right?
2: That's right. You got the
1: Sooners and the Huskers Uh-oh. at 11 a.m. tomorrow. Uh-oh. Yeah, fifty years after the game of the century, saw a guy at uh, a convenience store on my way here. He has an OU shirt on, and we reminisced about thirty-five, thirty-one, right? Thirty-five, thirty-one. Jeff Kenney scored the game-winning touchdown for Nebraska. You know,
3: in nineteen seventy-eight, Missouri did Oklahoma a favor. Because That's Nebraska right. beat Oklahoma that because year. Because
1: Billy Sims fumbled at the three yard line, one of seven fumbles lost by the Sooners <laughs> that day. And they were going
2: to. And
3: you died with
1: everyone.
3: And Nebraska
2: didn't you? finally. That's why you had to go on your liquid diet. After <laughs> That's that. right.
3: Nebraska <laughs> finally was going to win the Big Eight title because they finally beat Oklahoma, and they had to win the last game of the season. Home against Missouri. Mm -hmm. And guess what Missouri beat them by? 35-31. Is that what it was? As James Wilder scores the winning touchdown. The late James Wilder. And think about this. Back in the day, the newspapers used to do these pictures, like frame by frame by frame. So the Omaha paper had it frame by frame. And he, he broke. From about the eight-yard line, three tackles. In the last one, he gave a forearm shiver to their All-American safety to score, right? And, uh, and Missouri beat him. 35-31, 1978. And, and they had to do a rematch in the Orange Bowl, and Oklahoma uh, comes back and, and beats Nebraska. Just
1: <laughs> pounded them, which they should have done the first time. They hadn't fumbled seven times. they have been playing mm-hmm. for the championship. They, they were championship. just distraught because Get Missouri beat them like that. over it, B-O. 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 Over it <laughs> Yep. Billy Sims won the Heisman <laughs> Trophy. All right. Uh, let's talk about uh, Sunday. Oh, First off, yes. Cowboys are not in last place in the NFC East right now. That's uh, right. That's right. The New York Giants, thanks to an offsides penalty, encroachment. Uh. <laughs> uh, is uh, is a, I in hope in so. uh, I hope his mama
3: loves him. That's uh, all. Or somebody went home with him uh, last I felt so. night. Hey, okay. he was
2: going to block that thing, man. Okay? He was going for it. <laughs> right through the A gap. He saw Glory coming, baby. <laughs> oh gosh. And uh so, but what a game. How
1: how about the 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 two Thursday night games? Mm-hmm. Tampa Bay beat Dallas 31-29. Washington beats the Giants 30-29, to and actually, I, I will look back, the, I think the four best games so far were 31-29, 30-29, Kansas City yep. beat Cleveland 33-29 to yep. on Sunday. Yep. yep. And then you throw in the Monday night game which was in overtime the Raiders beat the Ravens 33 to 27.
3: So before you pointed all that out I had my score written down here.
1: So. I have Something to 29, right? <laughs>
3: <laughs> 29 is the magic number <laughs> uh-huh.
1: and which is such an unusual number I know. for a final score. Well, yeah. That's if you have crappy field goal
2: kickers. Yeah, that's how it goes. <laughs> all right, so who wants to go first? I'm first, man. Okay. I'm first. My, you got want me to do my pick to click? Go pick the click. Pick the click. I got Zeke. Aww. Mm. you know what I got Zeke? I got Zeke because we're going to keep Justin off the damn field. We're going to run the ball. I don't think we're, we don't want to really pass the ball as much as we did against Tampa. I think we're going to give Zeke his chance. whether it's run or pass, we're going to put the ball in his hands. We're going to control the clock. but yet we are still going to lose this game. Oops.-hmm that's right. so I have, I have my score as 35-28. Not 35, 25. 35. We're not leaving anything up to field goal kickers from now. <laughs> we're going to go. If it's fourth and six, we're going for it. So we're going for all touchdowns and nothing. All right. What do you got?
3: Well, my pick to click was Zeke also, but for a different reason. I see where Washington rushed for 125 yards against. The San Diego Chargers. No,
1: they're the Los Angeles
3: Chargers. Oh, San- yeah! I'm I knew way. I would do Come it. He was I concentrating so much on Washington's name That's that he right. screwed up the Chargers name. <laughs> on the Los Angeles Chargers, <laughs> who, by the way, the new stadium there, mm-hmm. I learned from Jerry Jones this morning, SoFi Stadium. He was born in a house a mile and a half from SoFi Stadium. The owner.
2: Jerry. Mm-hmm. Jerry was. Yes. yes. He was born in California. He was born yep. in L.A. That, uh, that accent is not. Really- <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he lived
3: there yeah, long. was right? yes, <laughs> not there very long. Uh,
2: so anyway,
3: w- with Zeke running the ball. And since the Cowboys have not won a game without scoring at least 30 points since the game 15 of the 2018 season, God. I am taking the Cowboys 31 to 30. Whoa. Because they will have to score 30 points if they're going to beat the Chargers. So forget that 29 crap. That I'm ain't going, working. I'm going yeah, ain't to working. 30. <laughs>
1: okay, and I'm going to go. in (laughs) overtime. And then we go to overtime. And Greg Zerline is going to kick a 29-yard field goal (laughs) to win the game 32 to 29. My pick to click. You would think it might be Greg Zerline for Mm -hmm. making that, but my pick to click is number eleven, Micah Parsons. Mm. Good pick. Good pick. Micah Parsons will come off the edge and get at least one sack,
2: maybe two sacks of Justin Herbert.
3: They won't know where he's coming from. Justin,
2: FYI, I never pick against the Cowboys, but I did this year because it's a strategy. We're gonna start off 0 <laughs> 2 and we're gonna ball out after that. So here we go, man. Slow start and then get going. That's right.
1: All right. And we got a minute left. So how about a mix shot to close it? There I'm gonna go. put you on the spot there. Here's a mix shot. We got some music. Chris Beam. Uh, there we go. There
3: it is. What,
2: the best quarterback. Ah. Ever...
3: I gave you my best mix shot. Oh, give it again. Jerry Jones, growing up a mile that and a half from <laughs> SoFi <laughs> Stadium. Yeah, and he will be on the NFL Network pregame show because the NFL Network is right next door to SoFi Stadium. So don't miss Jerry's live uh, appearance on the pregame show
1: on the nice. NFL Network. And don't miss Dak Prescott on the CBS pregame show, The NFL Today. Oh. I understand that he did a little interview earlier this week, and uh, the game is being carried on CBS. So Tony Romo. Jim Nance and Tony Romo. Nice. Nice. And um, so. There you are. You're all set for the Tony, games, right? he's gonna love this game. He's going to love this game.
2: Tony's going to love this game. All about
1: the QBs. Yes. two right. great quarterbacks. He'd he talking about this game. Yep, that's right. And uh, Mickey's going to be there, too. Yes. Okay. If all goes well. And we <laughs> talk about it on Monday at 30 here on Mix Shots. And go watch it at the Miller Lighthouse at mm-hmm. AT&T Stadium. That's right. As well. All right, we'll talk at you again on Monday. Go, Cowboys. See ya.
0: This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys
3: Football Club.
0: How about you, Cowboys? Yeah!